listeners to Fandom Done Right. Today I am uh, Tim Duncan and with me is Abby Tooley. Uh, we will be talking about Firefly. Uh, Firefly was a show premiered in 2002 uh, and it almost went one full season before it was cancelled. But it has a very big following, uh, which we'll talk about later. But we're just going to talk about the show. There were only 11 episodes aired, and so we're not going to talk about each one, but just different moments in the show and what makes the show so good. Uh, So, Abby, um, how did you get introduced to the show? Yeah. By the way, thanks, Tim, for having me on. I was really excited when I found out you guys were doing an episode on Firefly because this is a TV show that I actually grew up watching. I don't really think that I watched it as it aired. I would have been kind of young, but I do remember that for a long time growing up, like within my childhood, my parents would watch the show. My dad was really into it and I would sit down and watch it in the living room with him. And I was super confused because, you know, watching a show like this and, you know, catching bits and pieces of it as a young child doesn't really make any sense at the time. But once I got a little bit older, I watched it from beginning to end and loved it all the way through. And I'm still so disappointed that we didn't get more Firefly content. Um, But I thank my parents for getting me into Firefly because it is an awesome show. Yeah. So for me, like you, I mean, it aired when I was five. Um, And so I definitely didn't watch it when it was aired. In fact, I didn't actually watch it until... And I was probably nine, no, eight. But here's the thing for me. My parents were recommended this show by someone else. And they didn't tell my parents to watch the show before the movie. Mm. And so we watched the movie first. <laughs> and so for half the movie, we were very confused on what was happening. Right. And then we watched the show and we're like, oh, this makes more sense. <laughs> and then, but by that time it was on DVD. So it made more sense because we were watching it in order. Mm-hmm. And as I'm doing my preparation for this, I'm realizing that the episodes weren't even released in order. Yeah. And that's this just crazy to me. <laughs> uh, because this is one of those shows that it, the format is episodic but also they need to be in sequential order Mm -hmm. uh, for everything to be understood. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like even like the pilot, like the pilot Serenity, that episode sets up all the characters, um, introduces Simon and River, which I think if you don't get introduced to Simon and River in the pilot and you hop in into a random episode, you're going to be super confused by River and her character and have absolutely no idea what's going on. So I think you're right. Like, you really do have to follow the episodes in the order, not that they were released, but in the order of the story. Uh, Otherwise, you're going to end up super confused because there is so much like world building and character building involved in the show. Yeah. And, and this whole show is basically about character building of the different characters. Mm-hmm. And especially the Captain Mal. Yeah. But 
the different relationships between the different characters and how the characters have their own motives for everything that they're doing mm-hmm. now they disagree with each other in a way it was kind of a little bit like the Guardians of the Galaxy way before the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think this is almost an even better type of that. Mm-hmm. But it's just a, a Western sci-fi about a ragtag team of <laughs> smugglers. <laughs> and there's times when those that those team members just... I mean, there, were, there was one time when Jane tried to sell out Simon and then Mal, like, put him in the airlock and... <laughs> Like choked him out and stuff, and it, but then it was like they made up and they were still a team again, mm-hmm. and so it was just like back to back, like different times when they they just their their own personality did not mix with another personality of another team member. Mm-hmm. But they all bring something that's needed to the crew. Um, they all bring something different and special to that group. And I that's one of the things that I do love about this show is that it's about a bunch of strangers who found family with one another in the crew. And they each have their own duty on the ship and they each have their own purpose. But yet they still they still are one big family even when things go badly or like Jane tries to rat people out. <laughs> I think I think it's just awesome. Yeah. And, and with, like, the main team of, like, there's also additional members, like Shepard mm-hmm. and Inara, who I would almost even put Simon and Summer in there uh, as kind of, like, part-time crew members. Mm-hmm. Like, Shepard and Inara are, Shepard's just kind of along for the ride, but Inara's there paying Mal to basically rent out part of the ship for right. her services and so it's like she's part of the crew but also paying them but it adds like a totally different element to the crew mm-hmm. because they're not in every episode um but even mal does things for inara and there's like that little flirtation between them right but it's just it makes the crew so much more dynamic when there's the main crew but also a secondary crew Mm-hmm. that are just kind of there along for the ride a little bit. Yeah, I, I think you're right. It, it's very much a... You have some characters that may pop in and out or some that are just along for the ride for however long Mal will let them stay on. Um, so they're kind of like part-time members, but I think they still still are considered you know, part of the family towards the end, part of the crew. Yeah. Uh, it's just so great. <laughs> I love the show. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting that like so many of the characters have a relationship with Mal and like they're on the ship because of Mal. Oh yeah. <laughs> like Zoe was a soldier with Mal mm-hmm. and then Wash is married to Zoe and Simon, his sister just had an agreement with Mal Mm-hmm. Um, and then Inara has her relationship with Mal, and it's like he's the central point of the whole show. But also, he's he he's made so many mistakes throughout the show, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, when he was married, <laughs> and then got duped in the sand and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just a wild show. 
Well, and I think that's what I love about the characters, and especially with Mal, is that he's not, like, the perfect captain. He's not, you know, a super moral or, you know, he's, you're kind of right, they're all, like, misfits, (laughs) you know? And Mal isn't just the perfect captain. Like, he makes mistakes, and he doesn't always choose what, his crew or you know like even viewers would consider to be like the right thing to do but he always tries to do what's best for his crew and tries to to take care of them and you're right they all have a special type of relationship with them he's kind of the glue of their team even though he's not not perfect and sometimes they don't always look up to him but um he is dependable and trustworthy for everyone and i think he does make a good captain yeah, absolutely. And I think a, a big part of this show and the world building is the uh, the element of the war that happened between the, the Browncoats and the um, mm-hmm. Alliance. And something I think is interesting about this is Firefly is the type of the ship, mm-hmm. but Serenity is the name of the ship. And one of the battles that Mal and Zoe served in uh, happened in a Serenity Valley. Mm-hmm. And so they named the ship after one of their battlegrounds. Yeah. No, I I really love, and I, I think that's the other thing about this show, is it really does have fantastic world building, both, like, with the mixed language between, like, you know, you have English and you have some Chinese. <laughs> um, also recognizing you know the two great world superpowers (laughs) you know um yeah but so taking that and making your own little world but then also you're right the the war and you know building up the alliance and i think even giving the characters like connections like they've personally been involved with you know the creation of the world that they're in and so i think that I don't know. I I think you're right. I think that that's awesome, that, you know, naming the ship Serenity. And I remember I was also really confused as a kid because I think, similar to you, because I'm remembering it now, I think I remember watching the movie Serenity with my dad and then also seeing Firefly, but then being confused. I was like, wait, so is this Serenity or is this Firefly? And my dad's like, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, but yeah. And uh, we, we kind of talked about the American-China relationship, but also with that war element, Joss Whedon was actually inspired by a Civil War novel called The Killer Angels, mm-hmm. and it follows the Union and Confederate soldiers during uh, the Battle of Gettysburg. And so Whedon modeled the whole series and world on the Reconstruction era, but set in the future. So it's it's got that Western feel mm-hmm. and war background but in the future and then that with the different types of crew and they're just their different adventures just make this show what it is Mm -hmm. and it's it's just such a good world building and then it's like each each member has their own bat story and they their own side quests Mm -hmm. that that happen in different episodes like Jane in an episode called Jane's town is basically like a town reveres him as a hero 
and <laughs> he's just completely confused by the whole thing. And the whole episode is about him, basically. <laughs> but then Inara has her own episode, which I can't actually remember what it's called, but where she goes back to um, mm -hmm. her co-workers. And it's like a whole town of just her co-worker people. And so it's just the whole episode's focused on her. And yet the whole crew is still involved. And so it's just, there's each, like each episode is like a side quest for one of the characters. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's it's just so impressive because it's it's basically like a retelling of a D and D campaign, but in a <laughs> Western sci-fi. Right, as a space space Western war movie yeah. battle thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I I mean I remember growing up when I was watching this show, being kind of fascinated by by Reavers really confused and like kind of freaked out by the thought <laughs> of them <laughs> but now being able to like go back and watch the show over and over again as an adult catching things that I missed a lot as a child recognizing how Reavers were introduced in like the very first episode like in the pilot and you know they're just something that's that I didn't think would be such a crucial part of what turned out to be, you know, Serenity the movie, like the whole movie is centered around kind of the creation of Reavers. And and I think that, that it was really cool. Uh, another aspect of world building is, you know, you don't have zombies in the space Western, but you do get Reavers. <laughs> and then, you know, they, they do give even the Reavers like a backstory and you get to learn about that yeah. too. So like... I don't, it's just so well connected throughout the show, which I think is awesome. Yeah. And I kind of want to watch the show now like it was released mm -hmm. just just to understand what that was like. <laughs> to but see also, how confusing it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, I, I do want to do that, but I don't know if I hate myself that much. <laughs> well, didn't they start with the train job? I think they started. Yeah, so that was the yeah. first episode released. And Fox released that episode first because they they thought that one had the most action and adventure, <laughs> which I would agree with. But they, they didn't think the show had enough, I don't know, originality or anything to capture attendance. So hmm. they tried to just bring in people with the action. I mean, I get it. I don't know. I think I'm just not a fan of Fox. I blame them for everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fox. Yeah, Fox has just done a crap job on with a lot of shows. Well, yeah, they, they don't have a good track record. <laughs> no. What I also love about this show is I think that there is a fantastic balance of both funny and serious moments. Like there's a lot of drama and there's a lot of action and, you know, mm -hmm. serious consequences that could happen, you know, and things that, that you're like, Oh my gosh, you're on the edge of your seat. But then in the middle of that, you know, you'll have wash come in with some ridiculous line <laughs> or, you know, Jane say something silly or do something silly. And like, I, I love how both 
funny yet serious it is and it just like again it it endears the characters to you um but also it just it's the it's the right amount of comic relief in the midst of it's a space western (laughs) yeah that's actually part of the reason why i think it had its cancellation early um because the fox promos for this show like made it out to be like a wacky comedy Mm. whereas like there was humor in the show but that wasn't the point of the show no it was just like it's it's an adventure um and but i mean the comedy is just a, a character's personality um it's not just the show mm-hmm. um and i think that's just something they got wrong and turned some viewers away yeah it's almost like they never even talked to josh joss whedon like i feel <laughs> i feel like they were totally disconnected <laughs> from the purpose of the show from the plot of the show for the target audience of the show like like I would never describe yep. this to somebody as a comedy show. You know, it's mm-hmm. all right. It's an adventure. It's so so different than what I think that Fox was trying to make it. That you're right. I think that was part of its downfall. Yeah. Is again, I blame Fox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think Joss Whedon had a fantastic vision for this show. And the direction he took in in it was amazing. Um, And I think all of the actors just did amazing in their roles. Uh, Oh, there's a fantastic cast. You're right. Yeah. And, like, the the different props and Mm -hmm. um, costumes were just perfect. In fact, the the Alliance (laughs) armor uh, that was used in the show was actually used um, and it's recycled from the set of uh, Starship Troopers, which is just, it's a weird movie by itself. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of cool that they, they just used that type of stuff for this. Uh, and then, but everyone in this crew had like, well, Mal especially had his uh, Western uh, apparel and all their guns were kind of Western mm-hmm. style revolvers and stuff. But it was still that technol that scientific aspect to it too. Yeah. Um, and there's just so much dedication to the props design and everything. Mm-hmm. Like they made the the ship uh, to to scale, and like in the movie opening scene, um, the camera just took from one end of the ship all the way down to the other. It was just one yeah. take, and uh, like it was the ship was just one big thing uh and i guess just so cool that they they put in that much effort into this show mm-hmm. well and i think that makes it feel so much more real and authentic not only for the cast and crew who were you know filming the show but then also you know audiences it's a lot more believable And I think that something that's kept this show going for so long is that you can really tell how much the cast loves the show and how much they love each other and how much, like, like they're fans of their own show. 
And again, yeah. like Nathan Fillion, like is such, he's so fantastic because like he truly is another fan. Um, and I love how like dedicated they all were and like their passion for the show, their love for the show, I think rubs off on us who are fans. It's like, man, I love it that much too. And it's awesome that they love it. Like, like, oh, it's just, it's so, it's so fun to watch because you know that they're like really enjoying what they're doing while they're filming it. Um, yeah. And spending time together on the ship, you know, between takes or just hanging out. Um, they just, they loved it. And I think it makes us love it even more. The, uh, the lounge area in the ship, like in the show, mm -hmm. was actually used as a lounge area for the actors and crew. That's uh, so just fun. Just in between takes and stuff. Like rather than going <laughs> to their own trailers and stuff, they would just spend time with each other. I mean, what better way to build, like, a family of characters on a show than than building an actual family of cast? I feel like you get so many real emotions, like, in the scenes yeah. where they're, they're all together and they're all laughing and having a good time in the show. It's like, they're probably really laughing and having a good time in person because they built their own little family with their cast, too. So that's awesome. Well, Tim, I do have a question for you. I'm yes. curious to know what your favorite episode was. Uh, I can't pick one. Mm -hmm. um, I would probably... Hmm. Janestown is up there with a, a classic. Right. Um, of just the oddity of it. <laughs> uh, of just landing somewhere and Jane walking down the ramp and just there being a statue of him. <laughs> the least expected uh, thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just Jane. Jane is just a guy with guns and that's his character. An awful moral this, compass. <laughs> yeah. In this, we uh, just his confused state in this episode was great. Um, I think. The episode Out of Gas was great mm -hmm. in the way that it was made. Like, not not that much actually happens this episode. Right. But just the way it was filmed and the editing and everything was great. Because there were so many flashbacks that, that developed the whole episode. Because mm -hmm. um, the, the ship is just out of gas, hence the name of the episode. <laughs> right. Uh, but... Mal is the only one on board for most of the episode, and like he's just he's dying because they're out of gas, and so they don't have any uh, life support. Mm -hmm. And the whole flashbacks are just showing what led up to that, yeah. and then we see how it's resolved, and everyone comes back. Um, but it was just a really fun episode. But ultimately, I think one of my one of my favorites is objects in space. Um, mm -hmm. just where a bounty hunter comes after Simon, um, actually I think it's Simon's sister. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, it was just, it was just like a perfect sci-fi episode for a show. Oh yeah. Um, cause the, the bounty hunter, uh, I think his name was, um, something early. 
Yeah. Uh, Jular. Yeah. Took a note of this somewhere. Jubal. Jubal early. Yep. Um, and like his his suit was awesome. His ship was awesome. Like the whole episode of him just dismantling the team one by one was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Which is probably bad because I mean that's the bad guy, but he was just a really good villain. Mm-hmm. What would your favorites be? I think my favorite episode. I'm a fan of firsts and I'm a fan of lasts. Like I love getting introduced to series. I love, you know, most of the time I love exits to series. You get into stuff like Lost and then you start having troubles, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. But I really loved the pilot episode Serenity. I Every time I watch that episode, it throws me back to when I watched it as a kid. And I love getting introduced to all the characters um, because I know how close they're going to get um, later on, but seeing them all come together and form their team um, and getting to see them learn about Simon and River and all the chaos that ensues <laughs> with um, <laughs> meeting both of them. Um, I just love getting to meet the characters for the first time, and I think that, that it's a great pilot. Um, I also put down out of gas because you're right it is very well done i love the flashbacks i love getting to see like i said in the pilot they meet everybody but you don't meet everybody but you do get to, like you meet all the characters for the first time but in out and um out of gas you get to see mal meet some of the characters or zoe meet some of the characters for the first time and I think it's so much fun getting to see how, you know, Kaylee got on the ship and seeing how yeah. <laughs> Wash got on the ship. Um, I, I just think it's a blast. But then also getting to see the flashbacks of kind of present, well, the right before the present time. So like middle present, pre-present. <laughs> I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. Um, but getting to see as Mal's trying to help everyone survive and, you know, taking care of his crew and then staying behind with his ship um, and then seeing how that all turns out. Like, I think it is a great episode. Um, and then I also listed down objects in space. <laughs> so you and I <laughs> like the, some of the same ones. Um, I think objects in space is a lot of fun, but I mainly love it because of, River and Simon in this episode. River is just so funny throughout the whole episode when she's messing with Early <laughs> and and then Simon's really sarcastic and like passive aggressive with Early. <laughs> and then yeah. he's like, Well, my sister's a spaceship, so what am I supposed to do? <laughs> and like <laughs> it's just so good. Um and I, I just find it to be, a, again, a good mix of both serious because, you know, they have a bounty hunter after them and they could be seriously injured, but then also just funny at the same time. Um, so those you are know, my it's, top it's three. Yeah, great, great episodes. It's not often that I try to find, to think of a bad episode in a show. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm, I'm looking through the list here again and... I, I can't find a bad episode. Um, <laughs> I think they're um, all like they good. They all have just their yeah. They all have great moments. There are some that I I like 
well, well, I watch them all, but like there are some that I may not pay as much attention to when I watch them than I yeah. do like others. Um, mainly a lot of the ones with um, <laughs> Mal's wife, <laughs> you know, the Mrs. Reynolds. I think it's funny, but yeah. but I zone out sometimes during some of those episodes, but they're still like good and they're still very entertaining and they're funny and um, I think they're a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, along those same lines, do you have a favorite member of the crew? <sighs> this is so hard because, again, they all bring something so different to the table. And I love them all for different reasons, except, well, I guess even with Jane. Jane is a character that I go back and forth on because I'm like, he is an awful human being. But he's also hilarious. And so... <laughs> I really like Wash. I really do. Alan I, Tudyk. I know. He's so amazing. Um, I really like Wash and I really like River. I really like Kaylee. I I find them all to be so interesting. But Wash, I think Wash just barely takes takes the cake. He's just so he's so awesome. He's really funny, but he's also a fantastic pilot. And he can be serious when he needs to be. And him and Zoe's relationship is so much fun to watch. But also watching, like, his relationship with Mal is so much fun to watch. Like, the entire episode where they're just going back and forth at each other and they're both being, like, tortured together. But they're still fighting yeah. the same argument they were having before they got captured and were being tortured. <laughs> like, oh, they're just... Which episode was that? I forgot about Ooh, that one. Um, oh, I forgot what it's called. I forgot what it's called. I just blanked. I'm going to have to look at the list. I don't have it pulled up. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I think, I mean, I'm I'm definitely biased when it comes to Jane because I just, I love Adam Baldwin from Chuck so much. Mm-hmm. Ah, Chuck. Yep. But Adam Baldwin's an, a fantastic actor as well. <laughs> I, I love Jane. Like his, he's just, he's the typical type of guy to be in this type of show just a guy a character only for the action mm -hmm. um and then when it's not action he's completely useless and just doesn't know what he's doing <laughs> or he tries to take over the entire ship anytime mal's gone <laughs> yeah, yeah but i think um zoe is just well man i don't want to list all the good things about every character because i could go through them all uh-huh i I totally agree. Wash is a fantastic character. Mm -hmm. And I think his relationship with Zoe is great. I actually think that's one of the better parts of the show is mm -hmm. that they're married. I, th I love Mal. Yeah. I think he's a great mix of a leader, but also he bends his morals sometimes. Yeah. Or his moral compass just goes all over the place. But it's it's just a great... A great mix of a character for a show like this where it mixes Western and sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. he's a smuggler, but he does things for good people sometimes. Oh, but yeah. he's loyal to his team. He's got he's he's got a good heart. Yeah. By the way, the episode I was thinking of was War Stories. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. 
again, all fantastic episodes and all fantastic characters. Like, I can list so many different things about each of the characters that I love and about each episode that I love. Like, it's just all around fantastic. Yeah. So some interesting trivia facts, stuff about this show. The Nathan Fillion is just a huge fan of Han Solo. And so the prop department made a 12-inch replica of Han Solo and Carbonite for him. And the replica is actually in a few scenes. <laughs> That's so fun. Uh, and then there's a corporation from the movie Alien called Wayland Utani. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the logo made a cameo on a gun that Mal uses in one of the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. This was kind of a big thing because Whedon wrote Alien Resurrection, mm-hmm. which was not great movie, but <laughs> still fun that he, he puts that in there. Right. And then everyone loves him for different reasons, but Zac Efron made his <laughs> acting de- debut as Young Simon in the episode Safe. No matter how many times... Which I've seen... Oh, sorry. I was saying, no matter how many times I watch the show, I always forget that Zac Efron plays a young Simon, and I'm surprised every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched the clip earlier, and I was like, is that really Zac Efron? That doesn't <laughs> look like him. <laughs> right. Uh, and then we've already mentioned this a little bit, but just the crazy aspect of the pilot episode was supposed to be the pilot, but Fox just didn't like it that it was a two-hour episode and so they aired it last Mm -hmm. um and then they basically just cherry-picked a few episodes to go before others and so when you look at the episode numbers and the release dates it just gets really weird (laughs) it's all messed up and and it's weird because like fox is a really just weird network company but i don't think there's another show that they've done that with yeah because like they've they canceled a lot of shows early which i'll get into that more but i don't think they've ever canceled or or ever cherry-picked episodes like this for any other show Mm -hmm. i could be wrong about that love to be wrong about that (laughs) love that they would not have the disservice to firefly but i don't think so Mm mm-hmm uh, and then Inara, I don't think this has any real meaning, but Inara was named after Mesopotamia guard- goddess. Hmm. I don't, I don't actually think that has anything to do with her bat story or character or anything. <laughs> I think they just thought of a name, um, and it was a Mesopotamia goddess. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And... So, an American astronaut, Stephen Ray Swanson, uh, is a huge fan of Firefly, as we all are. Right. Uh, And when he was sent to the space station for the first time, uh, he brought a DVD copy of Firefly and Serenity, and they are now permanent inclusions in the library of the space station. Two things. That's just awesome. One, that is awesome. But two, I I had never even thought about the fact that the space station would have a library of either books or movies yeah, yeah, or TV shows. Me or the too. Like. like I don't picture them watching, like watching a movie or watching TV up in space, but that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I like, I kind of want to do some research and to see what other stuff is in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a huge 
central part of this, what makes this show unique, is the crew just randomly cursing in Chinese. (laughs) And I know absolutely no Chinese. So I don't know if what they're saying is actually cuss words or not. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, well, for one thing, all of the Chinese words that they say are actual real Chinese words and the meaning fits for those scenes. Um, But sometimes they say like words like shut up in Chinese or crap or even the word what in Chinese. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then other times they say actual curse words, (laughs) more vulgar. And so this is a creative way for them to kind of go around the censor uh, and to you still use that for drama and stuff. Mm-hmm. But also, Joss Whedon had to be careful sometimes when he did this because he he didn't want to offend the Chinese audience uh, if it went overseas. Mm-hmm. And so he couldn't just use a lot of those type of things. He still had to make it toned down in some parts. Mm-hmm. So as a... I think an English speaker, I think it was just a really funny way. But I think it's interesting to, to think about it from that perspective of he can't just use any words he wants. Um, he's supposed to be careful mm-hmm. in particular. Right. Uh, and then uh, we talked a little bit about Jamal early, but he was inspired. The character was inspired by Boba Fett, a classic Star Wars bounty hunter. Um, and his uh, ship especially the interior, is very similar to Boba Fett's slave, too. He shares his name, Jubal Anderson Early, which is a Confederate Civil War general. Uh, And it's interesting about this Confederate character. Nathan Fillion claims to be descended by him. Wow. And, uh... I think it's kind of funny that he just claims it, like they haven't proved it or anything. But <laughs> right, just kind of fun that they. There's been several things like that, like the Wayland Utani um, from Alien and Star Wars references and stuff, and then mm-hmm. Nathan Fillion's bat story, where they just input a lot of different references uh, and little Easter eggs. Right, and then. Probably the most famous thing about this show is just the fact that it was canceled so early. Yeah. The first season was planned for 14 episodes, and only 11 of them were released. And so, I mean, it was just, Fox sucks. Um, (laughs) Fox, if you are listening and want to pay me, I will take back my statement, but (laughs) you suck. No, I won't. (laughs) I won't. I won't take it back. (laughs) They suck. (laughs) The show had won an Emmy Award and two Saturns. Um, it was loved by Saturns, or wow, loved by fans and critics alike. There's even a fan base that called themselves Browncoats mm-hmm. after Mal's alliance. But Fox hated the fact that Zoe and Wash were happily married. Like, that's, that's one of the reasons they just, they hated it before the show was even released. I think that's so dumb. And they so tried dumb. to get weed and, yeah. They tried to get Whedon to nix their marriage, and Whedon was like, so drop the show, because <laughs> they're going to be married in my show. Yeah. Just props to you, Whedon. 
Yeah, way to stand up to the man. Yeah. Yeah, way to stand up to the fox. <laughs> not not the mouse, but the fox. Right. And uh, part of the cancellation thing is just Fox doesn't have a good track record with shows, especially sci-fi shows. Like, another good one uh, was uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Mm-hmm. And just, they just, uh, they cancel them way too early. And then just a final nail in the coffin was uh, Fox gave Firefly a Friday night slot. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just an infamous death slot. Because uh, no one wants to watch a TV show on Friday nights. That's right. when they do family stuff or movies at the theater or whatever. And Fox has canceled more Friday night programs than any other network. And, yeah, Firefly didn't even have a chance. Mm-mm. And then releasing the episodes out of order just didn't help the fan reception at all. Because mm-hmm. one day, one episode was really good. The next, what? Yeah. Who's this person? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, again, pr- the promos presented a completely different show around wacky humor rather than the Western sci-fi adventure mm-hmm. that oftentimes has action and drama in addition to humor. Mm-hmm. But also that humor is very natural in the show. Yeah. And a lot of the promos had it more as that was what the show was about rather than that's just what the characters are. Mm -hmm. And so on average, it attracted 4.7 million viewers per episode, which in my mind, that seems like a a lot. It does. But relatively low for network television standards. But most shows need two to three seasons to gather a following. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example... Game of Thrones garnered an average of two, uh, 2.5 million viewers per episode in its first uh, season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't until the following four seasons where it jumped. So Fox was just Fox was just being an idiot company when they decided to cancel the show. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think it should have gotten more. I think at this point it's too late Yeah. for for our wishes to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. But I think I think fans were given a good conclusion in the form of Serenity. Yeah. And Abby, what did you think of Serenity? You know, I really did enjoy Serenity. I thought it was entertaining. It had a fantastic storyline tracing, you know, why River is um, being experimented on, why she's being tracked, um, and the things that she knows that she's not sure why that she knows. Um, but the storyline is fantastic, getting the backstory to Reavers. Um, I mean, I'm always, like, anytime I watch the movie, there's a part of me that, like, doesn't want to watch it just because I know that, you know, at the very end, my favorite character is going to be gone. I don't know if, you know, there's there's no spoilers at this point. It's been out for, like, yeah. a while. But, like, knowing that I mean, Wash dies... <laughs> Yeah, knowing that he's going to die at the end, like, really bums me out because <laughs> it makes me cry yeah. every time. Um, but but I do, I, I did remember reading recently that Joss Whedon had said that if he would have been allowed, like, after making Serenity, if they had gone on to make more um, of Firefly, he would have found a way to bring Wash 
and book back because he was like, you can't have Firefly without Wash and book. So, wow. Yeah. So I would have loved to see how that worked out. Um, <laughs> I know there was some stuff with like the comics that came out where like there was like a robot wash that came back, but then in the end he still, you know, sacrificed himself and died too, but it's not the same. So, yeah. But I, I do really enjoy Serenity. I think it's action packed and I love the storyline. I think it's fantastic. And all the characters you are seeing the fruition of the growth that they built throughout the first season of Firefly. I I just I do think that it's a good conclusion for the for the series that we got. Yeah. I uh, like obviously you can go from Serenity into a completely different different direction focusing on River. Mhm. But I think the ending of this of Serenity is a great conclusion to Firefly. Yeah. Because I actually think it's, I mean, I love Wash, but I think it was kind of good for, for a character to die, just to kind of add a little drama and finality to it. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I think Serenity in itself was a great story, and it was brilliantly set in the universe of firefly yeah um and then like we don't really know much about the reavers from firefly and so it gave a completed completely big uh background to them uh and connected it to river which we also didn't really know much about mm-hmm. they were managed they managed to do a lot of trying to wrap up different storylines that they had opened you know wrapping up the what's going on with river and wrapping up the what the heck are reavers and you know they had some loose ends that i think they tried to tie up well and i think that's uh another part of why the firefly was canceled as fox was wanting something more along the lines of buffy the vampire slayer or angel whereas joss whedon set out completely something different Mm -hmm. and set for a completely different age group and genre. And I don't think Fox was really accepting of it. Yeah. Fox. (laughs) Well, so I think for any of you listeners who have not watched Firefly or Serenity, uh, I would definitely recommend watching either one, but the whole show is just fantastic. And it has fantastic Um, music. (laughs) Yes. The theme song is brilliant. The soundtrack. I would is so watch good. them in, yeah, the I would watch them in order um, rather than release uh, because they're just weird if uh-huh. they're in release. Uh-huh. <laughs> but man, definitely watch them all. Do not skip the the theme song. The theme song is fantastic, mm-hmm. uh, and it was written by Joss Whedon, which didn't know he could write a theme song, but yay, did a good dang, you, dang good job. <laughs> yeah. Well, listeners, uh, thank you for listening, and uh, uh, listen back next week for our next episode, and uh, this is uh, Fandwin Done Right, and goodbye. Bye.